Welcome to the Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark, lead pastor of Topeka Baptist Church, helping Christians everywhere go deeper in God's Word on a regular basis. And now, your host, Pastor Mark Doss. At the end of Job chapter 2, we see some friends of Job enter the picture. And initially, they do some incredibly thoughtful and comforting things for their friend. So you have these three guys show up, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. They come to see Job, and they come, the Bible says, for the purpose of showing sympathy and to comfort him. And it says in verse 12 of chapter 2 that when they saw him from a distance, they did not recognize him, and they raised their voices and wept, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads toward heaven. So Job is in such bad shape physically, not just emotionally, but physically from what he's experienced that they don't even recognize their friend. And it really breaks their heart. And you can tell by how they respond. I don't think this was just a symbolic thing to do. I think they genuinely felt this about their friend. And it says in verse 13 that they sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him for they saw that his suffering was great. And this is what they did right. They physically went to where their friend was. They sat with him while he's experiencing the suffering, and they just kept their mouth shut. Now, what you're going to find out as we come to Job chapter 3 is that they make the mistake of opening their mouth. And that is literally what the rest of this book is about until the very last few chapters, which it's about Job and his friends going back and forth. Now, Job 3 begins with what sounds like a really rough verse, because it says in verse 3 that after this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. Now, before you get too judgy with Job for actually making this statement, Just put yourself in his shoes. Here's a guy who lost all of his material wealth. So he was very wealthy and he went to losing everything. So that's a big event in anybody's life. If you had a large sum of money and it got burned up in a fire or it got stolen by somebody else, that'd be hard to process. That would be hard in and of itself. But to then have all of your children die, I mean, I can't imagine losing one child, much less all of my kids in one day. And the amount of grief that he is dealing with there because he loves his kids deeply. We saw that in chapter one when it said that he went and sacrificed for his kids' sins. So he loves his kids, but he loses them all. So he is in suffering in immense ways now with this separation from these kids. And and then in chapter 2, we learned that he lost his physical health. We assume that up to this point, he was physically in good shape, but now he has these sores from the top of his head to the bottom of his foot. He can't get any relief. And then he has his wife show up and tell him to just curse God and die. When you're suffering this much, it's easy to lose perspective. Just as every one of us 
has suffered in some way, suffered the loss of somebody special to us or close to us or a family member. Imagine how you dealt with the one, and Job deals with 10, his own personal health, his own financial wealth, and then the support of his wife. He's lost all of this. And so when he says in chapter 3 and verse 1, after this he opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth, it's understandable. He's venting here. He's a little frustrated here. And then as you read on, you're going to notice that seven times in this chapter, he asks the question, why? Why did this happen to me? And this is a part of grief that we all go through where we ask the questions, why? And we don't really ask the questions because we're looking for an answer. We're just kind of validating that we don't understand. And that's what Job is doing here. He's just venting. His friends are here. They're his good friends. They've sat with him for seven days in silence. And now he feels this freedom to just say what he probably wouldn't say publicly to other people, but he's willing to say it to his friends because he thinks that they'll listen to him and be supportive of him. But what happens in the rest of this book is these friends try to answer the why question. And this was a terrible error as far as their judgment was concerned. Because the facts are, we don't know why things happen because we're not God. So when people come to us and they're angry and they're frustrated with God and they want to know why, don't try to explain what you don't understand. You don't understand why things happen because you don't have the mind of God. And a lot of times, even if we knew why, we wouldn't accept it in the moment. So I pray that you'll learn the lesson from Job chapter 3, which is go to your friends when they're suffering, when they've experienced a tragic loss. Go to them and be with them. Take them to coffee. Spend some time with them. Don't ignore them. Don't let them kind of disappear from your life. Be with them. Be present with them. But also give them the freedom to vent what they feel. And don't feel like you have to answer all their questions. And be careful about taking it personal. You know, I had somebody call me the other day, and they were having a really rough time. And I said some things to them, not negative, but just trying to encourage them. And, man, they really snapped at me. And the temptation in that moment was to snap back. But snapping back was not what that guy needed. He just needed somebody to listen to him. And... And it was almost a reminder to me that I was talking too much. I just needed to keep my mouth shut and let him vent, let him say what he needs to say. So let's be that kind of friend. Let's not try to answer for God. Let's not try to answer the why question because we don't know why. Let's commit it to God and let's commit our friends to God. And let's just be supportive when they're going through a difficult time. Lord, would you help us? and give us wisdom to know how to interact with people. Forgive us, Lord, when we try to speak for you about matters we know nothing about. Help us to be what our friends need in a time of suffering. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark. As you go about your day, may the Word of God resonate in your heart. 
If you like what you've heard today and want to hear full sermons from Pastor Mark, join us online at topekabaptist.org.